Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. With your host, Angie Malovini. Look at her now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Uh, Today, I I don't know, I guess I was in my head about what am I going to make today's episode about. So we're going to talk about some issues that you can be experiencing when dealing with either family, relationships, or even friendships. I mean, it, it literally can be anybody that you care for or close loved ones that you care for that is a very common thing to deal it's a very common thing to have to deal with uh, because you know a lot of people they have different upbringings they have different mindsets or their personalities are different or they've been probably raised by manipulators so they don't know anything different so we're going to talk about people who are emotionally unstable or people who are manipulative or controlling and here are going to be some signs and we're going to talk about some examples that I will give out about what I've experienced with some of them and I'm not here to like bash anyone I don't want anyone to feel like they're being attacked if you do have these traits because I feel like all of us have been there where we done something wrong or try to control and manipulate to get our way I mean it's just human but as long as we acknowledge it and we don't keep doing those bad habits then that's all that matters is actually fixing your errors so what I was looking um I did some research and I was looking online about what are the top signs that someone's trying to either control or manipulate you it says a controlling person will attempt to undermine your confidence by making jags at you here are a few examples exaggerating your flaws like at work always pointing out your typos in an email for example never acknowledging when you do something right only acknowledging when you do something wrong making mean jokes about you in front of others when they know it makes you uncomfortable or criticizing the way you dress or speak or even your body or what you did to your nails or your hair. It's just the little things. And a lot of people, you know, when you actually call these people out, they're like, wow, you're being way uptight. No, they just know they got called out. Like people think that being confrontational is all about starting shit. No, I just call people out because I want them, I want them to know that I know what they're fucking doing. They don't want you to see the people you love. That's definitely a number one red flag when it comes to someone trying to control you. They keep score. I've had people bring up things from years ago, and I'm like, you remember that? Like, wow, you re- what you got there? You got your like little notepad on the side, writing down all my errors? That's, that's just a lot of time. Uh, but they're doing that because they know they have to throw that at your face one day. They gaslight you. They underplay you, your experience by lying or excusing you of being overly sensitive. They create drama. If you had a big win at work, a a controlling person might immediately change the subject. A friend usually celebrates your wins. If you just get a, a, like, somebody loved your post when you told them about an achievement. If you don't feel the vibe of someone celebrating with you when you tell them about something you accomplished when it comes to success that has nothing to do with them, then that's either a jealous person or a person who really does not like to see you win. What's that quote that's out there? Everyone wants to see you do good, but no one wants to see you do better. People want to see you do good, but haters don't want to see you do better. They also might sabotage your relationship with others just to have a leg up on you. They are, for some reason, very jealous. They might speak badly, make negative comments. Here's some signs of people that are not emotionally stable. An emotionally stable person would not do any of the following things that I'm going to say. An emotionally stable person does not get lost in spirals of worry or anxiety. They don't get stuck in depression or low moods. They get angry and upset at the smallest stress or difficulty when it comes to their life. 
they irrationally worry about their spouse dying in a car accident is because they their habit is believing that things are going to lead to an excess of anxiety. Another sign of emotionally unstable person is the negative self-talk. If somebody's always constantly talking about how they look and how they're not happy with it, or oh, I wish I was, you know, this much. I mean, there's one thing when you're a girlfriend and you are having a conversation and she's just telling you about things she's not happy with her body, that's fine. But if someone's constantly doing it, that's negative self-talk. That's anxiety. That's also your habit of believing that your thoughts are going to lead to a lot of guilt and shame. It's just the way you think. It's all negative. It's all low vibe. Don't believe everything you think. Thoughts are just thoughts. That's exactly what it is. Don't believe everything that pops in your mind. It's not always true. Judging yourself for how you feel. That's another thing that an emotionally stable person does not do. They don't judge themselves for how they feel. It doesn't make sense to judge yourself for things you can't control, especially your emotions. There's no legal system in the world that I'm aware of that would sentence someone to prison for feeling angry, no matter how rageful a person felt. As a society, we only judge people for what they do with that behavior, which I can say plenty of times that my anger has made me do some stupid shit. But being angry, it just depends how you act on it. The reason of this is so simple. It doesn't make sense to judge someone for something they can't control. And you can't directly control how you feel. You can't just turn down your sadness any more than you can crank up your happiness. We empathize with other people for feeling anxious, but tell ourselves we're weak the moment we start to feel nervous about something. If an emotionally unstable person starts doubting themselves and starts feeling weak or telling themselves that they're weak because they just get nervous about something that's someone that's not stable it's just like the fluctuation when it comes to their emotions is up and down obviously it's not stable we understand when friends who are depressed or grieving but we tell ourselves to suck it up and stop being such a lazy bum that's again you not being stable when it comes to emotions you have to accept that you have feelings and you're going through stuff and you accept it you don't have to look yourself down about it one of the problems with judging yourself of how you feel is that it adds second layer of painful emotions on top of the pain you already feel when you put yourself down for feeling sad now you feel sad and now you feel ashamed when you worry about feeling angry you feel anxious on top of feeling angry When you criticize yourself for feeling afraid, now you're feeling frustrated and scared. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you're adding another emotion to that emotion. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to blow up. It's like a soda bottle being shaken. You're just going to blow up. You can't stack up negative emotions with negative emotions. You're just not going to end up anywhere good. And I can say that from experience for sure. Feeling bad is hard enough without making yourself feel bad for feeling bad. Another sign of someone trying to either control or manipulate or somebody that's not stable when it comes to emotions is trying to control everything. Control issues are usually a sign of insecurity and a fear of hopelessness. I mean, let's be real. We all want control in some way. We want to control our lives, our future, you know, our kids, where they go to college, etc. We want to control. I mean, that's just normal because you want things to go the way you plan them to go. But it's another thing to control things you know you can't control. Just like what I was explaining about your emotions or controlling other people. You can't control other people. You can only control yourself. The thing is, when you try to control everything, it's a sign that you're feeling helpless, at least in a lot of the cases. You can't control what your best friend does. You can't control whether your boss thinks you're smart or not. You can't control whether your spouse feels stressed at the end of the day or not. Your power and influence in this life are limited. You can try to influence people in the best way that you think you can, but it's a mistake to assume responsibility for the outcomes. When your unconscious belief is that you should be able to control the outcome of everything, you end up with unrealistic high expectations for yourself. What do they say? The only way to be happy is to get rid of the expectations. Yes, I know that's very hard because, you know, we all have hopes and dreams and expectations, but if you're unrealistically depending on high expectations, 
and you have a letdown, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's already unrealistic. Their expectations get violated, leading to big emotional swings. Like, like I was saying, your boss gives you a bunch of negative feedback after a presentation you thought was great, leading to shame and self-doubt. So there's more negative emotions stacking up. Your spouse comes home stressed again, despite the fact that you called them that day at lunch to check in. You know, you can't control their people. You can only control yourself. And the best way to control yourself when it comes to not lashing out or adding more shit to your plate is by controlling your emotions. But I don't like it when people try to control what others think about us. That's someone that's trying to manipulate the situation. There's something about trying to control because you you have a good heart. And there's another thing about trying to manipulate or trying to act like the victim. For example, if someone's saying, oh, please don't talk bad about me because if you talking bad about me, you're bullying me. And they're playing the victim. And what you said was uh, just an honest statement about why you couldn't do something. And they're taking it as that you're bullying them. It doesn't make sense to me because this person's trying to manipulate everybody in the story, everybody around to make it seem like you're bullying this person, but they're just playing the victim. When someone usually plays the victim about a situation and they call it bullying and there's no bullying involvement, that is a bully. In the weirdest way, yes, I know it's weird, but I've done some research and it is. Somebody who changes the story up and says something worse than what was really said and then says that they were a victim of being a bully is a bully. A rational person can find peace by indifferences to things outside of their control. Another thing they do is they accuse you of bad actions that they themselves are involved in. The manipulator refuses or is unable to see his own behavior. They attempt to gaslight you. What is gaslighting? It's using clever tricks, lies, and deception to manipulate another into doubting his or her own knowledge, memories, perceptions, or even sanity. That's what gaslighting is. If somebody is trying to gaslight you or if you know that you said something and you know this person knows that what you said was not wrong and they're making it out 10 times worse and adding words to your mouth, that is gaslighting. They are using tricks and lies to make it seem like you said something else when you didn't, when they know. Their knowledge is there. Their memories is not whack. They know what you said, but they're adding more shit. That is definitely somebody gaslighting and manipulating you. Things like, that never happened, or are you crazy? Those things, yeah, no. That's that's so red flag right there. They test your limits also. A manipulator will constantly test your limits, trying to see how far you're willing to stretch until you break. I've been through that and that's just hard. That just sounds horrible. They act loving and compassionate and understand one day and then the other day, they're totally the opposite. They will attempt to control you. Manipulators love to control people in situations. They feel compelled to take control. They do whatever they can to dictate your actions, your thoughts, your feelings. They gamble with your emotions, trying to make you think that you might be the one who's overreacting. Have you ever, and I'm an overreacting person for sure, but have you ever had somebody try to control a situation that they had no fucking business to be even involved because they're not involved? Let's just say family, okay? Or let's just say somebody's trying to like control the situation with your children and they're your fucking children because you're, you know, you're the parent. Have you ever had someone that was trying to control a situation that they shouldn't even be that much involved in? Um, hello, you will not attempt to control or manipulate the situation and like make me feel bad for involving myself when this is my responsibility and you shouldn't even be involved in this. Another thing is also is they will pick at you and say things just to make you overreact. And if you're a person like me, you will overreact. And then later they'll go around saying you're the crazy one because they got you all fired up. Well, guess what? If you light up that match under my ass, I'm going to blow up. But who looks like an idiot at the end? 
We do. The people that overreact because we let our emotions take over. So that's another thing. We need to really work on our emotions so nobody can try to control or manipulate us to make us do something that we later will regret. Manipulated people always play the victim, making you seem like the one that caused the problem when they actually began the problem, but won't take responsibility for it. They'll just make it seem like you're the issue. They can be passive aggressive or nice one minute and then stand off fish the next. To keep you guessing, to prey on your fears and insecurities, they often make you defensive. They bully and threaten and won't let up or let go until they wore you down. Manipulated people either lack insight into how they engage with others or create certain scenarios. They truly believe that their way of handling a situation is the only way because it means that their needs are better. It means that their needs are being met and that's all that matters. Those are some very scary manipulators, the people that don't think about anybody else's feelings or thoughts but their own. All situations and relationships are about them and what others think and feel and want doesn't matter because it's all about them. There's got to be another word for selfish for that because that's like selfish on steroids. Controllers, abusers, and manipulator people don't question themselves. They don't ask themselves if the problem is them. They always say the problem is someone else. Yes, a controller and abuser and manipulator always says the problem is everybody else but them. They never take ownership to their shit. They think that what they said or what idea they came out with is the right way. That's not right. That's a controlling behavior right there. You're trying to control everybody's thought. A manipulator avoids responsibilities for their own conduct of blaming others for causing it. It's not that manipulative people don't understand responsibility. They do understand that. A manipulative person just sees nothing wrong with refusing to take responsibility for the actions, even while making you take responsibility for your own. They may try to get you to take responsibilities for satisfying their need, leaving no room for yours. So that's, for example, like they're trying to control a situation. They want you to own up to your responsibilities, but when you try to get them to see the different side of the situation, they won't take responsibilities. They won't even get a chance. That's a manipulator and a control freak for sure. Never waste your time trying to explain who you are to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. If someone doesn't get you, don't hang on waiting around thinking that they're going to eventually one day get you or one day open up to you. If you have a friend that doesn't tell you many details of their lives or secrets, it's not going to happen. And they're probably just jotting down all of yours if you're a very open book like I am. So be careful who you tell your shit to. Don't make it your mission to get them to understand and like you or to open up. They're not interested in you as a person. That means there's something they're trying to get out of you. You have to categorize people by their actions. You will never be fooled by their words. You can't be fooled by their words. Always remember that what a person says and does are two different things. Observe someone closely without making excuses for them. Usually what you see is what you get. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast with your host, Angie Malovini. Look at her now. Now she probably keep my pretty mouth shut. Straight for the castle.